you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. could qualify for the week one as a liar category welcome to good morning football presented by old trapper beef jerky live here in new york city it's monday september 25th i'm jamie erdahl it's kyle brandt sean o'hara and jason mccourty kyle you've changed why you were in a falcon I've changed you, in a lot of ways. You're a changed man. Yes. I'm a changed man. If you know, if you're noticing, you're tuning right now, like, oh, that stupid mustache is gone. I've been growing a mustache for the last few weeks, and I'm the Atlanta Falcons, and their head coach, they finally lost. We had mm-hmm. a barber in here on set who shaved me. So I also changed from my Falcons hoodie yeah. into this old vintage uh, Lions jersey because the Lions are the ones that ended it and maybe uh, saved my marriage. It wasn't Love stupid. It was distinguished. It, it was. was. Uh, thank you, Sean. I appreciate yeah. it. Sean, you looking forward to tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, we had an action packed day yesterday of football. We mm-hmm. had groupies mix- missing kicks, yeah. we had Swifties scoring. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Uh, it was all kinds of. We got Puka Nakua yeah, coming Puka up Nakua. now. Let's go. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, we have Joe Burrow too coming up tonight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll Two see. games tonight on Monday Night Football. Time for the lead block. Here we go. There's uh, Travis Kelsey fired up, running a little faster, a little bit more pep in his step, maybe entering Arrowhead. And that's because Taylor Swift is sitting next to his mother throughout the game. We want to know the friend that she's with, that she chest. That's guy right there. Because this is a planned celebration. If Travis Kelsey, the person that you assume is I'm here to watch, if he scores a touchdown, we want to see your chest bump. I want to know who that person is. Please, Swifties, shout us out. 41 to 10, your final. Uh, Here's the head coach and the quarterback about nothing else except uh, Taylor Swift, I think. Yeah, but he told he told me at like the last minute. But there's some things with Trav where he kind of just says it, and you're like, you don't know if it's true or not. Uh, he says it so calmly. I mean, I remember one time he was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go to the uh, world, one of the World Series or one of the playoff baseball games." And I'm like, "He said it so randomly," and then he just went. And I was just like, "But the same thing." It was like Friday. He was just like, uh, "Yeah, I think I think she's coming to the game today." And then just moved about his business. I mean, to the game this weekend and moved about his business. So you're kind of like, that just happens, I guess. So uh, I don't know. It's just Travis. You know what? I've met her before. Adam, I set him up. I just leave you with it. <laughs> 
So that's Andy Reid's take on it. Did you guys hear Bill Belichick was on WEEI this Go morning on. up in Boston? And he you was asked by Courtney Cox, the host, one of the hosts of the show, was asked about this get, if you will, by Travis Kelsey. Bill Belichick says, quote, Travis Kelsey has had a lot of big catches in his career. This is by far the biggest. No, oh, Bill, you dog. Oh, whoa, that was on <laughs> WEEI. Taylor Swift, uh, I mean, why wouldn't you have a blast when you're at Arrowhead yesterday? It was a, a remarkable game. She had the celebration ready. She was on it. She was like, he's in back of the end zone. Patrick, find him. Patrick, find him. And then the chest bump. It was a great day. In fact, it may have been the best day. She had a great day. Who had the best day, though, for your, in your opinion, Kyle, in week three? She sat for three hours next to Travis's mother. It's Donna. I mean, the small talk after a while dries up. Like, I... Yeah. I'm sitting next to my mother-in-law. I've known for 15 years that for three hours we would drive the conversation. I don't know what they talked about over and over. Yeah, there's just so, so many questions about that. There's no question for me that who had the best day. Mike McDaniel of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> he put up 70. 70. Think of all the great offensive minds that we have seen in our lifetimes, guys. Anybody you can think of. Kyle Shanahan, Mike Martz, you know, all these... They're not sniffing 70 on a given day. They played some terrible teams. You know, Kurt Warner and, like, most of his team is in the Hall of Fame for being the greatest show on turf. They never put up 70. I don't think Kurt ever hung 60. Mm. Kurt, if you're on the elliptical right now and you're like, no, we got 60 <laughs> once against New Orleans, let me know. But I don't think you did. 70 points. We talked about this earlier. Occasionally you'll see 50, but that's about it. You're not getting north of that. And I think they could have had 80 if they wanted to, or they could have had 80 if Jalen Waddle played in the game. Denver has some guys on defense, like some dogs, some guys who are veterans, who have made Pro Bowls, who are respected, and it just meant nothing. And I just think Mike McDaniel, what we're looking right now is I think we're looking when we, when we had Sean McVay about five or six years ago, and he just arrived with this explosion, and five seconds later he was in the Super Bowl, and then Jason made a play and ruined a season. But I still think that Mike McDaniel is this next Sean McVay where, like, he's got next. The Shanahan mm. and the McVay. McVeigh and like he's just he's running this deal and Tua's amazing. The Dolphins are the number one story in the AFC. Them and the Niners, the two biggest stories in the entire NFL. Mike McDaniel won the day. He's got next. He's got now. When you he's got now. Up, when you put up seventy points. Got now, Jay. Uh, Kyle. Earlier you said we haven't talked about the Buffalo Bills enough. Talk and about I them. Agree with you. We talked about the Commanders for the first two weeks and we said, what if the Commanders are able to beat the Buffalo Bills? Can you imagine what Monday's show is going to be like? Seven eight. We're going to open the show and we're going to talk Sam Howe mm -hmm. and we're going to talk the. Washington Commanders. No, we're not. Nope, nope, we're not. We're talking Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they scored 70 to Dolphins. 37 to 3. You know what was impressive? If you're a Buffalo Bills fan, Josh Allen, pedestrian stats, one touchdown, one interception, less than 250 yards passing. They still won the game 37 to 3. And he didn't have to do it all. A few scrambles. He rushed for a touchdown. He had a nice game, but they ran the ball 168 yards rushing, mm. 183 last week. This is how you want to see them win. Defensively, absolutely dominant. Leslie Frazier's not there this year. Sean McDermott's calling the plays. Nine sacks. The Sam Wagon, the Sam Bus, the Sam Van, Sam Limo. I don't care. It was stuck in traffic really because they were getting after him. Four interceptions as well. Yeah, they gave up a late field goal. It really should have been a shutout when you think about the way they played. 
the Commanders couldn't get anything going at all. The Buffalo Bills, you said week one's a liar. They were dominant yesterday. They looked like they were having a ton of fun, there causing fumbles the whole night. It was just, it was a beautiful thing to watch if you're a Buffalo Bills fan. I tell you, number 43 was flying around out there. Your boy Terrell Bernard. Bernard, Bernard, Bernard third round interception. They went in 38 Bumble. to 3, and then like, it's like no one's talking no about one's it at talking all because some team scored 70 yes. and happened to be in your division. Yeah. They yeah, played pretty good. Terrell Bernard was awesome. Terrell really Bernard. Was. He did some stuff that hasn't been done since Erlacher, I saw. Like, yeah. to have the interception, the first ball. He was great. Yeah, he, yeah, he was rocking out. How about the Houston Texans <laughs> getting their first victory? Oh, and specifically, C.J. Stroud. Look, just think about this. Week three, all right? These three quarterbacks are forever linked. Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Bryce Young not playing because he's banged up, has an ankle injury. Anthony Richardson in concussion protocol. C.J.'s the last man standing here. And gets his first NFL victory, but I think the way in which he's playing right now, it's, it's remarkable. And he set an NFL record for most completions without an interception to start a career. Wow. So for him not just to get the victory, right, he's setting an NFL record, and then he throws a deep ball to Tank Dell. Tank Dell sets the, the, the single, single game receiving record uh, with 145 yards receiving. So I think C.J. Stroud is really onto something here. The, the fact that he's able to kind of pick this franchise up from the ashes right now, and along with D'Amico Ryan, what he did with that defense, he inherited the worst defense in the league last year, and they were all over the field, blocking field goals, mm-hmm. you know, harassing the quarterback. The Jaguars, they, they didn't even, they looked like a shell of the yeah, offense that we thought they were mm-hmm. going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so C.J. Stroud, Texans, D'Amico Ryan's your first win. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the best day, the track, is from Taylor Swift's Fearless album, which which is what you have to be as a head coach in the NFL, especially when you're going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Jonathan Gannon, I think you had the best day. You also amassed your first win as a head coach with the Arizona Cardinals. I tweeted this out yesterday, and I, I, it was halftime, I believe, of the Cowboys game. Like, the Cardinals, I just love how tough they play everybody, but they just can't finish the 60 yeah. minutes. And then I was pleasantly surprised by what transpired in the second half. They did. And frankly, there was a report a couple weeks ago that the USC quarterback, Caleb Williams, yeah. is going to come out, wasn't one of Heisman, that apparently he's going to stay another year at USC <laughs> just because he doesn't want to get drafted by the Cardinals. You know what? Caleb, you'd be happy to be with the Cardinals because they're a good team, and this is a good coach, and yeah. Jonathan Gannon is coaching him up. They're not tanking. They were in those games. They didn't just let it go to at the end just to say, oh, we're going to go over because we want that pick. No, they beat the Cowboys fair and square, if you will, and just to really put a T on it, um, I grew up in a pretty house, and I had space to run, and I had the best days with you. you Cardinals, you just run all over everybody because that's a line from the song, The that's Best the Day. So grew up in a pretty I grew house up in a pretty house, and I had space awesome. to run. Oh, uh, I that's thought great. you just grew up in a pretty house. Yeah, I thought you were That's a line from the song. That's a line from the song. Because nice. I know, isn't it? No. Um, it's a line from the song since we everybody is caring so much about Taylor Swift and her lyricism this morning. Mm. You're diving in. Part of me is wondering. I've already dove. I was already into the lyrics. Oh, the lyrics. Yeah, I was already into lyrics. Part of me is wondering if Caleb uh, is interested in being a Chicago Bear. (laughs) And because they'll have the opportunity again, perhaps. I don't know. I heard there's too much coaching there. There's a lot of coaching. A lot of coaching. It's rough, right? A lot, a lot. Um, It's bad. Right? Well, he has the option. Uh, Rap sheet, hello to you again. Ian, uh, injuries from over the weekend that we should be aware of. And also, what are we looking forward to? Two games, Monday Night Football tonight. We've been talking about Joe Burrow many times a week. For the calf strain, the exact same thing. He is officially questionable for tonight's game. Should get more information probably at some point this morning whether or not he's going to play, but they also could take it up to game time. If he plays, he is going to be in pain. He's going to be limited. But is Joe Burrow at, let's say, 75% better than Jake Browning at 100%? These are the kinds of decisions the Bengals will have to make. 
That is the question. But even a Joe Burrow at 75%, do you really want to put him out there like that, knowing that this is just week three for a long Bengal season? Right. All mm-hmm. questions that we will find out by 8.15 Eastern tonight on ESPN as they host the Rams. Ian, thank you very much. If you want more NFL action this season, that might be a question that you've been asking yourself recently. Well, here is your answer, and it's the only answer. It's called NFL Plus. It brings you live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, game replays, our show, and so much more. Uh, all, it's all in one place. It's called NFL Plus. It's within the NFL app. You just go to the bottom of the screen, hit that little beautiful plus sign, and catch it all. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions apply. Can you imagine wanting less NFL action, Jamie? It's like NFL, much like NFL, NFL minus? Yeah, NFL minus. Well, how dare away. you? Ridiculous. How dare you? Coming up, we saw blowouts, comebacks, game ceiling plays. We have to give out our game ball okay. on and off the field. Kyle, I'm curious where you go with this one. I'm going, I, mine's a little bit crazy. So is mine. Way, way off the radar. Uh-oh. All right. The Vikings are 0-3. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I guess we didn't have that video. It's okay. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. All right, Seahawks game with a very special shout-out afterwards. Panthers, Seahawks up in the great Pacific Northwest. So the number one overall pick is now playing Andy Dalton. I think of Andy Dalton as a saint, a Bengal, a yeah. bear, a cowboy. In this case, he was a Panther. And I got to shout out a young Seahawks fan. I met this kid at the end of last week. It was his 11th birthday party. That's my guy, Ruby. What's up, Ruby? Ruby watches Good Morning Football every morning. He turned 11 years old. He had a football birthday party. He came over to me. We got a selfie. No he way. loves the Seahawks. Shout out to his boys, Jay and Robbie, who are Jets fans. But guys, we Thank got a for, dub. Thank you for watching, Ruby. Oh, and I like your Ruby. new basketball shirt, too. Uh, 
Saints Packers, this is the home opener for uh, at Lambeau, but that's Derek Carr. He got hit uh, in the third quarter of the game. The Saints were up 17-0, so Jameis Winston had to come in, but Jordan Love said, uh-uh, it's my time. Packers win it. They hold on at home 18-17. to Never trust groupies on the road. That's oh. what they say, right? Don't fall in love. Depends on who you're asking. Jason Atlanta Falcons at the Detroit Lions. That is Jared Goff, the quarterback, trying to get a victory. I didn't start Sam Laporta on my fantasy football team, and I was disappointed in myself. I had Kelsey, so it wasn't too bad. I didn't start most of bro. Oh, don't worry oh about Oh, my that. goodness. Laporta's first career <laughs> touchdown, the second rounder out of Iowa. Falcons fall short. Lions go on to win this one 22-6. Chargers 28-24. I can't believe they're just 1-2, but a huge victory on the road for the Bolts with no Austin Eckler. Here's Justin Herbert after the game. They don't get any easier, and the NFL is tough, and, and you're playing a really good football team over there. And um, anytime we can walk away with a win here, I, I think that's huge for our offense and defense. Um, you know, they came away with some big stops on defense, so um, it was awesome to see. A lot of things to clean up, but uh, looking forward to next week. It's time for today's wake-up call presented by Verizon. So the Chargers, they got their first win of the season, uh, despite what Sean O'Hara is calling a boneheaded decision-making tree at the end of the game. Takeaways from the Chargers-Vikings game. Uh, Sean, why don't you kick us off? Chargers-Vikings game, listen, I I think when you look at, at Keenan Allen, that huge game that he had, yeah, phenomenal. I, no, but what about the Brandon Staley? Like at the end of the game, you just let's get into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, oh, you want to tap yeah. into it? Yes. <laughs> Listen, I get it. All right, he's aggressive. Since he became a head coach, all right, he's gone for fourth down. Oh, there's only three coaches that have gone for it more on fourth down for him. He wants to be aggressive, but it's fourth and one. You've got the lead. You've got a four-point lead. You kick the ball. You punt the ball. You're on your own 24-yard line. What are you doing? Fourth down and one? You're going for it? No, that's not how this game is played. That's not what you're supposed to do. I'm sure some of the players are kind of looking at them sideways like, Coach, you feeling all right, man? We're on our own 24. I get it if you're on the 50-yard line or if you're in their side of the 50. Maybe you'd be aggressive, but that that right there, yeah, I thought it was a bonehead they, they, they did win, Sean. Yeah. They got, huh? You want, all right, you want to talk about the team that They got the win, but not because of it. They got it in spite of that ball. That's right. Um, if their defense didn't bail them out, I mean, if, if Hawkinson catches that ball, yeah. we're having, we're having a totally different defense. conversation at the table right Listen, now. Listen, there's a conversation in New York City right now. Should the Jets trade for Kirk Cousins? Yes. It's just, it's out there. And yeah. it's like, what are we doing? We don't have a quarterback. Our defense is great. We're one and two. We could save the season. Yeah. Vikings are 0-3. Cousins the last year of his deal. Should the Vikings trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets? for some picks or something like that. It's a fun hypothetical. It's like throwing some bleep against the wall. I still am not giving up on the Vikings. That's my take this morning. I know they're 0-3. I know their statistics are terrible. This is a team that always lives dangerously, that is getting burnt by it. They had the largest comeback in NFL history last year. I still think, and they're like, we can make the playoffs. They have two 0-3 teams in their own division. Yes. The Bears are terrible. The Lions are fine. The, the Packers are fine. But, like, True. if you go on a winning streak, get this thing to 3-3. Three and three. Yeah. Get this thing to 2-4 to and four even. And then, like, see what happens second half of the season. Don't trade Kirk Cousins. He's actually, like, the best thing you have going for you right now. He's been great. That throw at the end of the game was standing. So it's fun for Jets fans to think about. I don't think Viking fans want to do it. The NFC North could become last year's NFC South, which is if you can mm. haul it, you can have it division. And that's fine. A playoff berth is a playoff berth. Uh, sure, I can get on board with that if yep. you are the Vikings. What I can't get on board with is the decision-making, speaking of boneheaded, by the Vikings at the end of the game. Okay. They let 23 seconds run off the clock after they uh, were in the red zone. And Kirk Cousins is looking at Kevin O'Connell. And Kevin, it's like, someone was tweeting, like, you have to have the maturity and the leadership to either just go up and spike 
break it or like do something that doesn't involve 23 seconds being run off the clock to put yourself in a better position than having to throw that ball and only having one play opportunity left in that game. Secondly, Justin Jefferson, I cannot believe that this deal didn't get done before the season started. Mm -hmm. And now the way the season has started, how are you selling it to this young man that this is the place that you want to be for the next five to six years? You did not commit to your quarterback long term in the offseason. So Kirk Cousins is still on the one year deal that he was operating on. It's a little frightening in Minnesota, but they have the skill set to bounce back. It's just a very tenuous position to be in if you're a Vikings fan. No doubt about it. Whew. Here we go. Time now for GMFB Game Ball. We highlight the top performers in our opinion from week three, and then you get to give out your game ball from Sunday. Jason, who'd you go with? I'm going with the entire Miami Dolphins organization. Not just Mike Daniel, not just Tua Tungavalo. I'm talking about Charlie in the equipment room, Joe. I'm oh. talking about Troy and Kyle like and the training staff, Gene in the cafeteria. All of those guys all get a game ball because what the Dolphins did yesterday, putting up 70 points Holding the Dolphins to 20. The defense was unbelievable. Javon Holland had two strips past breakup. It was just fun to watch. Everybody did their job this week in the Miami Dolphins building, and it showed out there on the field on Sunday. So everybody in the building, Mike McDaniel, give everybody their very okay. own game ball. You want to shout out Van Ginkle, our yeah. guy? My guy, Gink. We love the Gink. Long, long hair, don't yep. care, Gink. See that. You know what's cool about the game ball? When, they, when you get it, they paint on the score. So it's yeah. going to have a big oh, 70 yeah. right oh, on there. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I'm going to go with Josh Dobbs, the Arizona Cardinals. Nice. Getting the, his very first NFL victory. After the game, he actually was talking to Pam Oliver, and he said, how fitting, because I got my very first start in the NFL against the Dallas Cowboys. So it's mm. all come full circle. Mm. And I think with the way he did it, yeah. the, way he, the way he was able to kind of use his arms, use his legs, I thought Josh Dobbs really showed up, made some big-time throws. Dallas was coming back into this game, and then all of a sudden he just – you know, finds that, uh, a big throw to Wilson in the game and then that That's touchdown uh, to, to Hollywood Brown. Yep. Big, big, big plays by Josh Dobbs. It turns out you don't have to be a rocket scientist to beat the Cowboys. Mm. Yeah. But in this case, he... Exactly. Very good. Um, I'm still mind-blown by the week one broadcast where they talked about Josh Dobbs had just gotten to Arizona and he was grateful for his teammates' names being on the back of his jersey because he just straight up yeah. didn't have time to, Pretty like, cool. get the playbook and his teammates' names. One name you do know is Taylor Swift. Um, I want to shout out Peter Schrager. He's working, even though he doesn't realize it. He had this tweet yesterday that helped yeah. me pick my game ball, which is Fox director Rich Russo with the perfect Donna Kelsey Taylor Swift shot. It's absolute cinema. So my game ball goes to Rich Russo. He's the lead director on Fox. He has 12 Emmys. She has 12 Grammys. Oh. Now this is working because you can't just dedicate a single camera. You need angles. I mean, that's just the conversation with mom. But then you had the other angle where she's cleaning up in the luxury suite. I mean, he had to take Sorry. that vintage quick. And he got to be rolling on the camera. You had to dedicate an entire EVS machine to rolling it back quickly to make sure you have the reaction. That is a director's challenge. He did not wake up that day knowing that he was going to have to put this into his broadcast. Then the entire nation was shunted away from that game. People were calling to go back to it because yep. they just wanted a Taylor Swift cam. Rich Russo, Peter Schrager, thank you very much. You get my game ball. It's a challenge. It that is, is a challenge. challenge. And the challenge was met. I, my challenge is I have to follow that. Biggest pop star in the world, Texans fullback Andrew Beck. Oh, That's my man. There we go. I love this guy. My I follow Beck. this account on social called Last of the Fullbacks, and they just celebrate fullback lifestyles. Andrew Beck's going to grab this thing. He's going to make this guy miss, and he is off to the damn races. Ooh. He is going to house this thing for the Texans who had a huge win. Very cool stat. He becomes the heaviest player in NFL history 
to return a kickoff for a touchdown of more than 50 yards. Wow. He's 255. It has never been done. He also had the fastest clocked fullback time in seven years. Is an undrafted guy out of Texas, a former Longhorn. Started He's going to be like, I guess I'll take it. He drops it. Yes. Now you're like, just get down. No, I'll get down when I get six points. Get out of my way. How about Sniffle. this, Jay? You like it? Oh, his teammates went yeah. back when he first came in the league, undrafted out of Texas. For one of you, if, if he blows this, he's getting cursed out. You're taught never to back up as an up back. <gasps> he backs up in front of the returner. Then he drops the ball, picks it up, and returns. Un unbelievable. Andrew Beck. Beck. That is our guy. The people's yes. fullback. Mm. Love you, man. Go Texas. Love it. Those were our game balls coming up. We still have two more games left in week three. It starts tonight. It's Eagles-Bucks. We're going to talk that matchup, as well as Rams-Bengals. That's your doubleheader on Monday Night Football tonight. Eagles-Bucks is tasty. Yeah, wow. Undefeated teams. Yep. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. Packers escape at home 18 to 17. Jordan Love banks one for his Lambo home opener. That's your final, 18 to 17. Both teams now two and one, but the Packers, they were on kind of an interesting clip there until the fourth quarter and Jordan Love took over. Here's his head coach, Matt LaFleur, after the win. I've never been a part of a win like this. The guys in the locker room, they believe. They believe in one, in one another, and they continue to battle. And that, that's really, as a coach, that's all, that's all you can ask of anybody is to continue to fight, continue to battle. It was like a nightmare that went to a dream. And I think there's parts of that where I just, I mean, I can't even remember the fourth quarter. It just was, it's a blur. I've been on the other side of that thing now 
when that momentum flips, it's, it's a crazy phenomenon that you can't explain. And yeah, I think there's just a lot of belief that we're going to find a way. That's cool. Largest fourth quarter comeback in team history. 17 in the fourth quarter. Jordan Love's starting debut at Lambeau was one for the ages. The Packers pulled off a stunning come from behind. They scored 18 unanswered and pulled off the win against the Saints. What do we make of the way that Jordan Love conducted business uh, to start this second half comeback, Sean? Well, I look, for Jordan Love, I, I thought that fourth quarter was everything. Like, things were not going well. They had Sh- Shahid Rashid, Rash- Rashid Shahid, Shahid, what's his name? Shahid, yes. <laughs> they, it goes both ways. You, you got it. It takes it to the house. It goes uh, both ways. Everything's, everything's going wrong for the Packers, and Jordan Love, like, unfazed and his first first fourth quarter comeback not just with the arm though here he is scrambling rush for a touchdown throws for a touchdown I thought as all of a sudden they start clawing their way back into the game we saw Jordan Love start to celebrate a little bit he start now we're seeing him put his his prints on this offense and on this team and when your quarterback starts flexing like this right here all right, like now we've got an identity. Now we know, all right, look, we're starting to, to become a totally different offense now with that guy at the helm. I'm just, I've been impressed with, with how well he's played mm-hmm. and he's doing it with all these young guys around him. Yeah. Something Aaron Rodgers couldn't do last year with the young guys mm-hmm. around him. And he did, he's doing it without David Bakhtiari, mm-hmm. left tackle, no Aaron yeah. Jones, no Christian Watson. It's pretty impressive. Um, and, and they did a great job rallying back after being down 17 nothing. Yeah, Jair Alexander was out in that game mm-hmm. as well. And it was fun to watch. And, you're a Packers fan. You're fired up. This game was at home. You got a chance to see your quarterback, Jordan Love, go into that fourth quarter and scored a point in the fourth quarter. And a lot of credit goes to their defense as well because we're saying the Packers didn't score a point. Jordan Love in the fourth quarter showed up, made plays. They were still only down 17-0 in the fourth quarter, and a lot of that had to do with Rashawn Gary and the defense. He had three sacks alone. And I know, if I'm a Saints fan this morning, I'm waking up, and I'm like, all right, you guys are giving all this love to Jordan Love, the Packers this, the Packers that. They scored 18 points once our starting quarterback went down with an injury. Derek Carr goes down, and then the Packers make their comeback, and they come back and win this game. So, yes, at the same time, you're fired up for them. Tough one for the Saints, but... Packers fans, you're looking at this and you watch Brett Favre, you watch Aaron Rodgers, and now you watch this kid Jordan Love come in, poise, no panic, fourth quarter, bring his team back and go out there and win the game. It's an impressive win for him. I think as you couldn't be happier with the start of Jordan Love's career. Yeah. I, I will call it this, the start of his career. We've talked about it for three years. Mystery, not, don't know anything. What's he going to be? What's he not going to be? If you would say that he's going to start 2-1, and one, he's going to destroy the Bears in Soldier Field. Yep. All right, week two, they have a slip up against a tough team. And then I, have, I think this is a, like a signature win. This is a really, mm-hmm. really big deal that he did this. He's at home. We've talked about this. He's, he's against a very difficult defense. All his weapons feel like they're out. And Jordan Love still made it happen. He had his first ever rushing touchdown. And he, all the history of Green Bay and the Favre and Rodgers ties the largest fourth quarter comeback in Packers history. Rodgers doesn't have a bigger right. one. Favre doesn't have a bigger yeah. one. That is really, really cool. If you had said to Packers fans to start the season, 2-1, and one, <laughs> destroy the Bears, uh, have a fourth quarter comeback against a great Saints team, would you take it? Hell yes, we would take it. I'm really impressed with Love. There's something very likable about this Packers team. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the Packers fans were kind of saying goodbye to Rodgers, there was this feeling 
of like, you know, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, it might yeah. not be good anymore. And I remember a lot of the Packers fans' responses were like, we just want our quarterback. If they lose, fine, but we want this new guy out there. He's our guy. He's he's born and bred a Packer. And there's something really authentic and refreshing about this Packers team that it's not all about Rodgers. And he is winning with young guys. And he is winning with backups. I think they're one of the more likable teams mm -hmm. in the whole league right now. And they're 2-1, and one, and they look really good. I like them a lot. I find it particularly potent when you are able to win a game without some of your star players mm -hmm. because of what you are building later when those guys come back. We touched on it a little bit with Jalen Waddle being out, yet the Dolphins still scoring 70. And I find the same here without Christian Watson, without Aaron Jones. These team, This Packers team, they're hanging in there, but to come back and win this game with Romeo Dobbs, with A.J. Dillon, uh, Jalen Reed, Jaden Reed is playing great at wide receiver. Yeah. If you can find ways and make those guys better, it is, it is a, what is it, exception of riches, if you will, uh, when you come back later in the game and like later in the season, the Packers are going to be able to beat up on teams because these guys got better in the absence of your stars, which is a Pretty good funny. problem to have. The New York Post on the front page, not the back where no, the no. sports We goes. usually put the front page <laughs> down. What? That's the front. Normally the front is something terrible. Maybe you think this is too. But hail to the chief, which is a phrase referred to the president of the United States. Taylor Swift, uh, maybe even more famous than our president right now, at least if you ask these people. Mm -hmm. But there's a, probably a lot of people who are like, uh, I'm over it. I'm not plugged into the Taylor Swift thing. I don't want to yeah. hear it. So we're going to take a step back. Maybe you're uh, from a different generation. Maybe you're older. Maybe you just have a different perspective. Maybe they just need to calm down. Maybe so. I don't know what that means, Sean, but I'm sure it's a song of hers or something. Um, <laughs> comps. We yeah. live in a world of comps. Yes, all right. And what we have here is we have the biggest current pop star in the world and the best tight end in the NFL. Accurate. So let's go through some different eras, if you will. That was accidental. And let's right. say, what if we had the same comp, where it's the biggest pop star on the planet and the best tight end in the NFL? Please. Yeah. Let's go back to the late 70s and early 80s. I want you guys to tell okay. me which couple is 70s, your favorite. 70s, 80s, all right. Late 70s, guys, bring it up. Oh. This is Dolly. <laughs> Dolly. And Dave Casper from the Raiders. Dave. Casper was referred to as the ghost. He is a legendary Raider tight end. Oh, so if you're living in like 19, late 1979, this is Taylor and Travis right now. What do we think of this couple? They're happy, right? Dolly infamously with her still to this day husband for like 60 sure. plus years of marriage. So I'm sure Dolly is like Dave Casper who, but... Sure. <laughs> this is yeah. how it would work. And Casper would definitely have a type if this was a real... Yeah, I think so Casper has an apartment in Dollywood. Is that, it's still, true. That's an amusement day, yeah. park. Now, let's move on. Mid to late 80s, what's okay. the Taylor and Travis comp? Bring it up. Oh, easy. Bring it up. Madonna and Kellen Winslow Sr. Wow. <laughs> now, this is a little bit later. This is more blonde ambition with yeah. bra and all that stuff. But Kellen Winslow, obviously an incredible charger. And then Madonna, who put that microphone on the map. Jay, you like this couple? Oh, Jungle Fever. I have, no, I have no problem with this right here. I like the image of it right there. It looks good. Madonna, <laughs> Kellen. I, I like it. Yeah. Did you insinuate someone else would have a problem with it? You no, know, I was just, you know makes I was just pointing it out. Yeah, you know, you know what makes sense now? Sure, now yes. we know why Kellen Winslow was carried off the field, right? Maybe. Yeah. So he was Exhausted. Was, wow, Sean. He was, um, he was with let's the move quickly. Girl. Early 90s. Please. Biggest pop star in the world. Now we're Best Titan in the world. Now we're cooking. All right, now oh. we got something. We got Shannon. And we got Shannon. And this is, we're doing the, um, the uh, Rhythm Nation. Yeah. He's showing up. In, well, he's got the Super 32 mm -hmm. patch on. Mm -hmm. Do you mm -hmm. like this couple, Jason? No matter who's here. You put Janet on the screen. It doesn't matter. Shannon Sharp. That's lovely. Janet Jackson, of course. I absolutely love this. Jan Could have been. Oh, my Could goodness. Could have been better. Now, reminder, we're going to pick out our favorite couple at the end of this. Okay. okay. All right, next. Late 90s. Late 90s, a lot of things were cooking in late 90s. Here we go. We got Britt mm. and we got Tony. Now, these are all hypothetical, of course, but this is kind of my clubhouse leader favorite. Well, Jamie, what do you think of this couple? 
I, uh, and a chief, I a love. I love. This is like her toxic era um, with the with the shiny yeah. and the silver. Maybe a little bit post denim uh, lineup. Uh, toxic being the song, not like she's. No, I know. Okay, uh, Tony Gonzalez, great. Good All right, you. I'm not big on that one. You don't like that one? Uh, Why? Uh, no, no particular reason. It's not big on. Maybe you like this no, one. But I mean, late 2000s, <laughs> early 2010s. Biggest pop star, best tight end. Now we're talking. Oh, now we're talking. I don't know if can handle Beyonce. What do you mean? Oh, you know? What do you mean? I don't know. Grock you don't think he's ready for uh, this jelly? Uh, <laughs> you don't think he's ready? He's, he's not. Uh, why he's he's I don't know. You don't like this one? No, I, I don't know Robbie. Okay. I don't know Robbie G. That's that's. Tell me why. That's, that's Beyonce. Yeah, that's Gronk. Mm. No. All right. That's the, all right. So then we get to the then we get to the current one. The one that we saw yesterday. Bring up, we go to Arrowhead Stadium. There's the two of them. That's a real thing. Jamie, we've talked about it for months, whether it's real, not real. Apparently it is. No, no it's still not apparently it is. It still could easily be a what? PR play. Sure. Okay. She's a lovely woman. She could be like, sure, I'm going to go. I don't get to go to a lot of NFL games. You're a very popular person. All I'm seeing in yep. this segment is wildly successful women who eclipse NFL I love you shield you mm. pay my mortgage wildly successful women internationally famous mm -hmm. dating somebody who is the best at his sport in America mm -hmm. wait this is there is not a parallel here in terms of like success and like popularity matching the that's all I'm seeing from the 70s on mm -hmm. that's it that's wow. all I'm saying it's hard for wow. me to find you took it all the way there. Yeah. What's just wrong a with, dumb what's talk wrong with a superstar? No, I say, oh, you just put those words in my mouth. I did not say that. Why would I say that? So he is so popular at his position in the NFL. These people, it's like I don't, I don't. It's just not the same. She's the best at her craft. He's the best at his craft. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Or maybe it's just is, a boy standing in front of a girl Jason. asking her to love him. I don't know. It's gonna be. Do you, do you, are you still suspicious that it's yes. not authentic relationship? Yeah. What's in it for her if if it's not a real relationship? Like, why is she at the game, going to the game? Which life experience. Life experience. Yeah. She doesn't. Have, she. I don't think she's been to a lot of NFL games. I think she said that. Like, she hadn't seen him play or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, Did I, anybody I have a, a, a favorite couple? Janet. Yeah. Janet, Janet and Shannon Sharp. I like Tony G and Brittany. Uh, really? I, I, I think Tony G was coming back to huddle up saying, hit me baby one more time to every quarterback. That's the name of her song. Yeah. yeah. I like Dolly and Dave Casper. But I like this one too. I like, I like Gronk this one and Beyonce, too. Even though I agree with Jason, but the Beyonce. On second thought, if Gronk was with Beyonce, I was Gronk's teammate. If uh -huh. Beyonce would have been around, Come that would have been really yeah. cool. Try to steal your teammate's girl, uh, uh -huh. that wouldn't have been bad. Oh. Mm. Beyonce, Beyonce and Gronk. That, they, I mean, the lights go out when that happens. Like, just power out. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, we will. Uh, Peter will be back. We're going to talk uh, Schrager and what he thought about the weekend. And, Sean, always good to see you. Yeah, always. good to see you guys. Schrager has a mustache. Apparently. Schrager has grown no. a mustache. Get away from me. Why are you Clean shaven. Bye-bye, mustache. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work.
a great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.